Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Welcome back to the run home with Joel and Fletch. Socky in the chair today. Now, it is the day of Scotty, Scotty Pippen, but... Jimmy Smith, you sleep, you snooze, you lose. Jimmy Smith is having a few days off. So the transfer portal has allowed us in this three-day window to get this great Scott, Scotty Woodward, the analyst. Ah, bibi, bibi, bibi. Always wanted to say that. Scotty, how are you, mate? (laughs) (laughs) Yes, matey. Great to be here. Yeah. How are you, Sock? Yep. Fine. Thanks, Scotty. I think personally, I think personally, it's the greatest grand final I've ever seen and called. What do you make of it, Scotty? Uh, Matey, I'm a little bit biased. Back in the day, 2015, I was actually allowed to bet, which I'm not now. Yep. Um, and I had one of my biggest ever wins on the Cowboys when J2 kicked that fell goal. Oh. And I, I, I must confess, I punched the air probably 80 times <laughs> after it. And uh, so uh, that will always stay close to my heart. It was a great grand final, but so was last night. It was. Uh, we're so lucky to be involved in this industry. And if you watch the... Um, the ladies' grand final before that, that was that was outstanding as well. And uh, Tamika Upton, I mean, Nathan has got all the reps this morning, but Tamika Upton's effort, um, single-handed performance to win that grand final for the Knights uh, was just amazing. It was every bit as good as Nathan's. It was uh, quite stunning. She's the female Tom, Tom Turbo of, of women's rugby league. Yeah, absolutely. We're chatting with the analyst, and we appreciate Jimmy, too, for uh, loaning us the analyst in his absence. And, and you're quite right, Scotty, because when you think about the synergies and all of that, so Tamika Upton picks up her second Karen Murphy medal, which is the equivalent of the Clive Churchill medal. On the same night, Nathan does the same. And in many ways, analysts, they do it in the same manner because you have a, a yep. player named Jamie Chapman for the Titans who scores a hat-trick. Yep. She's on her way. She's got her hands all wrapped around the Karen Murphy medal. The same thing applies with Ezra Mam. Has it all wrapped yep. around the Clive Churchill medal? And then two players swoop into Accor Stadium with an absolute cape, that being the two best players in their game, Tamika Upton and Nathan Cleary. Yeah, correct. And and both teams would not have won without those performances by, by those single players. Uh, it was quite stunning to watch. Um, yeah, had to go for a little walk after it. And uh, I'll just repeat, we're so lucky to be involved in this industry. And I'm sure the AFL guys will be saying the same thing. It was a great grand final yesterday as well. It's been it's been some weekend. Look, uh, the data that, that came out of last night's game, uh, I haven't seen a lot of the stuff like this before. It was pretty amazing. Uh, you don't see the Penrith Panthers miss 61 tackles mm. um, and, and win a game. That was amazing. Look, um, the... the the big the big difference was um, they just controlled the ball better. Um, they 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 had what um, uh, in terms of like in no errors, no 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 errors, hardly any penalties, um, and it was going to tell late in the game. They had the, Penrith made 50 less tackles in the first half, and uh, I said to a mate at halftime, I said it'll come back and hurt them late in the game, and that was how Nathan was able to do what he did. Uh, like they had. They, Penrith had 10 more extra sets um, and what was important uh, is the completions, 93, 97% to 71%. That's a monumental difference. And uh, uh, the 
the defence, when it counted um, from the Broncos, just wasn't there, and that cost them the grand final. Uh, and that and, and that was that's something that was flagged um, all season um, by the great Gus. Um, he was concerned. He always thought next year was going to be their year. But having said that, they they lose probably their third best forward for next year and their second best back for yeah. next year. Uh, they're going to be pretty hard to replace. Can I ask you this, Scotty? What do you think was the biggest moment of the match, mate? Look, I think probably the 40-20, mm. Nathan's 40-20. I think, I think things swung around after that. Um, uh, that, that 20 minutes that he, that he put in, uh, I, ha- I haven't seen a 20 minutes like that. Um, it was just like, okay, let's go, let's do this. And, like, uh, I've always been unable to separate Joey and JT as the best players I've ever seen. Um, Nathan, with his age and what he's done, was always um, in the mind there. But uh, even at 25, I have to have him in that conversation now. Um, and I'm not saying any one of those three is the best and who will be the best, but uh, let's keep them all together. They're all as good as each other. And I think Joey um, and JT would say that. Um, and while we're on that, uh, Ivan Cleary has to be in the same conversation now as Craig Bellamy and, and Wayne. Uh, that's pretty amazing what he's what he's done. When I saw what he did at West Tigers, um, and and now he's moved to the Penrith, he's got something like close to a seventy percent win win rate, um, which is just unheard of in NRL. Um, and uh, so so his his data is, and the thing about it, as you know, he just keeps losing some outstanding assistant coaches and some outstanding players mm. and it doesn't make any difference to him. He just keeps, and, and he's going to have the same problem again unless he, um, next, next year. And, and like uh, Stephen Crichton, how good was he? Oh. And he, and, and he, he was the thing that complimented Nathan late when it counted. Like, like he's a captain in his own right. And he managed that game. Those little, those little soft feathers that he did um, scored the try that he did. Uh, he just stood up when it was counted as he did in the world cup. Um, he's a special player, and uh, uh, I can't wait to shake his hand um, when he gets to Belmore. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, Analyst, you've got more numbers than a calculator. Have you ever seen – so realistically, the Broncos were one tackle away potentially from winning the grand final, and if they won and held out Nathan Cleary on that play and win the game, they beat the Penrith Panthers, the all-conquering Penrith Panthers, who would have completed at 97%. I dare say in the history of the game back to 1908, I know you won't have the numbers back that far, but surely there hasn't been not just a grand final. There wouldn't have been a game where a team's completed at 97% and lost. Yeah, no, no, absolutely not. Um, It it was pretty amazing. Uh, As I'm sure you you did, Joel, uh, I had a million people ask me before the game, what should I do, what should I do? Mm. Um, And I basically said, wait till halftime and back whoever's leading at halftime. Yeah. And and uh, and Penrith were leading by two points, yep. and then and then the Broncos went berserk, and I I felt really guilty. <laughs> like like, and I, I just said I said the Penrith Panthers have won seventy two um, from seventy three games when they've been leading at half time, um, and that is just a stunning stat. Seventy two from seventy three when you lead at half time, and yet they look like um, uh, if you have a look at the exchanges who were betting in running, they were like huge outsiders to win at one stage until Nathan said, "Let's go." So, um, uh, look, the stat, it's now now 73 from 74. I mean, wow, that's pretty amazing. And I think you've got a similar stat on Nathan, haven't you? Well, uh, that, that, that number you have is absolutely correct. But the number with Nathan playing with the Panthers, they haven't lost in more than three years. I think it was like April 
2020, they've not lost when Nathan has been at the helm and they've led at half time, but they they trailed by 16 points. It is just yep. remarkable what this young man has been. I couldn't believe it. Like when Ezra Mam scored the third try, analyst, I couldn't be yep. more sure. And, and and the body language of the Broncos, the way the Panthers, Sorensen's off with the HIA, Yo's the same, uh, Luai's not long left the field. You just thought at the time, okay, what what a remarkable achievement. Four yep. grand finals, yep. but they've yep. ran into the, the cul-de-sac. Joel, it is a team game, but one guy can make a massive yep. difference. Yep. Uh, and we've seen that, um, and we've seen that all year. Um, so interesting thing, um, the Australian team. Um, how do they fit Reese Walsh in? I, I can't see how they can. I tell you what, analyst. I reckon he'd have that time back a million times. If you go back and rewatch the Nathan Cleary try at the end, he's at marker on yep. the left hand side and doesn't move for the best part of. And, and you can imagine how he, he came up with two damaging runs not long before that. The, the brutality of the game, but he doesn't move. And just filling in those two metres, yep. it might be the difference between Nathan seeing a gap or not seeing a gap and passing instead of running. Jeez, I wish it, yep. I reckon he'd want those back. Yeah, the Broncos, they look flat out on their feet, didn't they, analyst? Yeah, Jordan Rickey and Billy Wallace um, were also very poor in that. Um, Nathan beat the three of them pretty easily. Uh, and look, that was fatigue. That just yep. come back. Uh, that was the fatigue factor. But um, I... I thought both back rowers in both teams, Kurt Capewell and Jordan Rickey, were terrible. None of them hit any benchmarks at all. Yeah. Scott Sorensen and, believe it or not, Liam Martin, they didn't hit any benchmarks. Um, they didn't have their best games and they, they, they missed a lot of tackles. Um, the, uh, to play 80 minutes um, on an edge or close to 80 minutes on an edge um, is, a, is, is a lot when you're making a lot of tackles. It's, it's hard to, to hit metres per minute and, and average gains. is very difficult. And, and so they were down, but... Uh, Payne Hass, it made no difference to Payne Hass. He is just some someone like I've never seen before. Uh, he's just rewritten every data for a front row forward. I can't believe all the people that come up with all these names and say he's not as good as him, he's not as good as him. Yeah. He's out on out on his own and I don't think we'll ever be beaten. He's just as good with the ball as he is without the ball. He's, he's just a pretty stunning guy. Um, and yes, um, and uh, he'll be playing for Australia, facing New Zealand in a couple of weeks. And uh, that'll be a, that'll be a great little contest where he takes on James Fisher, Harrison, Moses Leota again, who um, I was very impressed with last night. And uh, I was just talking to Madge, and um, he's a little bit concerned about the celebrating. Um, <laughs> hopefully, because <laughs> um, they have to go back in the train for um, the big games that are coming up in the next couple of weeks. Really looking forward to that. And your role with the Kiwis is – how did you explain that? Uh, I'm, I'm um, Madge's consigliere. <laughs> so Which is? If you, if you watch The Sopranos, yeah. um, you'll, know what, you'll know what that is, although I don't kill – uh, unlike Phil, I don't kill people for him. But, uh, <laughs> no. yeah, no, we, we've had a lot of conversations. Look, there's a lot of injuries, as you'd expect, at this time of the year, but um, we'll be able to come up with two very good teams, two, two very competitive teams. Um, and I'm, com- I'm I'm comfortable that uh, the Kiwis will go very well, um, as they did in the World Cup. Very unlucky in the World Cup. So, um, yeah, they'll have a great team. A few little surprises, let me say. Um, and there's some promising young young Kiwis coming through. So it's going to be a great series. Um, we kick off the first one is going to be Samoa versus Australia. Um, and a lot of that back line that you saw last night for Penrith will be turning out for Samoa. So, um, yeah, that'll be that'll be wonderful to watch. I can't wait. We'll have a little break now for a couple of weeks and then get back into it. Cannot wait. Now, Analyst, just before I let you go, you are a numbers man like myself and you understand the value of probability and, and, and the actions in which you should take. 
I'm the biggest supporter of the short kickoff and the short dropout. And but when you trail yep. by six, the risk is too 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 high. If you get it wrong, yep. a team goes up by eight. I'm always in favour of the short kickoff, short dropout. But when they were down by six, it was just the wrong play, in my opinion. And ultimately, you can't say that decides the match. But those two points play a big bearing in the match. What your, your thoughts? Yeah, well, firstly, Adam Reynolds had a shocker. Um, and, like, he's got a lot of good publicity um, lately, but he clearly went into the game under a cloud of injury and he, he, he suffered an injury during the game and he played like it. Um, his decision-making was terrible. He did two very, very poor kicks that, are, well, it swung the game. Let's let's be honest. It's it's won the game, um, and like he's better than that. He shouldn't do. He shouldn't be doing um, kickouts like that. But Joel, it's a mathematics game. Those short kickouts, you need to do it at the right time, and the scoreboard is significant when you do it and when you don't do it. Um, but over overall, um, you know, you have to. You, you have. You, you, there's an argument to say you can do it all the time, and you have to be under twenty percent mm. failure rate for it not to be worthwhile. So it's certainly worthwhile. And the kickoff at half time, do the short kickoff at half time. Well, that's just a no-brainer. That's a genuine 50-50 situation yep. if the guy's trained for it. I have to say, Adam Reynolds probably needs to do a little bit more training for it. Yep, the one that got away, uh, analyst. We appreciate your time, uh, and Jimmy for letting you come on the program. Uh, sign off with your regular sign off, please. <laughs> oh, the analyst. I, lo- I love it. It's one of my favourite things on the Jimmy Smith sh- show, and uh, he has really reviewed the grand final in the regular fashion, which he does. He's a genius, and we love having him on at SEN, typically with Jimmy. Thanks again, Jimmy. This is The Run Home with Joel and Fletch. Socky in the chair today. You're breaking back with more.